I'm Sabrina. I'm Katie. And we are here with Lauren, aka her mix. What do you want to go by? Do you prefer Lauren? Do you um, prefer- yeah, that's a good question. I, it, it depends day to day. You can call me her mix a lot today. I think oh, that's okay. probably like the context. That. Yeah. yeah. Okay, perfect. We're going to go into her mix a lot. So I reached out to um, Femhouse, the Instagram page um, through well, obviously through Instagram. And I, um, uh, found that through listening to LP, um, listening to her music. That was actually the first show that I brought my boyfriend to. And he instantly, he loved it. He loved her show. He loved her vibes. And so that was a good thing for me. Cause I'm like, all right, now you can come to a second one with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in like, in finding LP's page and finding her music, I found that she also works with Fem House and I reached out to Fem House, which is where I came across her mix a lot. Cause she is involved. Um, you are a co-founder of the nonprofit, correct? Yeah, I'm the co-founder and uh, the executive director. Okay, and you also work with the Animal Talk Collective, right? I do, I do. Um, that's a fun, that's a fun yeah. project. Yeah. So she's got quite the resume, yeah. so we will get I'm into excited. it. <laughs> but before we talk about everything that you're doing, um, I want to know who her mix a lot. So Lauren, before her mix a lot was her mix a lot. She was Lauren and she was in high school. Um, who was she? Did she expect to be on this career path that she's on now? What is your, what do you, what, what's your story? What's your come up story? I decided when I was like 12 years old that I was going to be Missy Elliott. Okay. I love it. Okay. Um, and I, I like, I I think I've gotten like close enough to feel good about, about it. Um, yeah so (laughs) to answer your question yeah in high school I mean I started working in the business when I was in high school I literally I graduated uh I graduated on a Thursday and then the next day I was working at a record label Mm -hmm. um and I continued doing that for a couple years and sort of just kept flipping that opportunity into other opportunities yeah so how did you get the job at the record label What, what did you do there I was um, a part of a program that I'm not sure still exists, but it was a program called Yes to Jobs. It was started by two black women and they uh, went around to high schools with large brown and black populations mm-hmm. and um, educated them on sort of like behind the scenes, like media and entertainment jobs. Um, and in addition to that, they taught you stuff like how to interview and how to create a resume and like how to dress for an interview and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, So that is, I, every chance I get, I tell everyone, like, I am definitely here because of that program. Yeah. That's awesome. And where did you, where was this? Where did you grow up? LA. LA. Okay. Are you, and you're still over there? Um, No, I live in the Bay area. Okay. I've lived, I've lived in the Bay Area for about 12 years now, but um, I'm, okay. I'm there often. My my mom is still there. My my wife's mom is still there. So yeah. So you were kind of yeah. surrounded by music and surrounded by that type of, I guess, the, the LA vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Did your how did your parents feel about did they did they support you? Were they nervous? Were they <laughs> yeah, my mom is wicked supportive and always has right. been. Um and the only time we ran in a a little bit of a tussle is <laughs> <laughs> after I finished a summer internship, like I said, I had just 
graduated high school and I had planned to go to college and then I decided to not. Okay. And um, that really freaked her out. I ended up going, I tried to explain. I don't think I explained it very well, but mm-hmm. I did end up going eventually, but I just took like a year, year and a half to a like gap year. vibe so and hang out. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, like, and it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the thing about it too is like, I actually, like by the time I got to college, um, I found it really sort of difficult because I was working in an, I was already working in the industry that I wanted to. And I was like, it's, it's, it's not an industry necessarily that you can teach. And I understand that there are music industry programs and I was actually going to go to one, but, um, you learn by, you just gotta get, yeah, you gotta get a feel for it. And, um, I felt so almost like out of place in class, um, learning stuff that like, I basically knew how to do. Mm-hmm. Um, such that I ended up just like, I was like, fuck it, give me an English degree so I can get the fuck out of here. So you, so you pursued it. You went, you went all the way through with your degree. Yeah. But not in music industry. No. Yeah. Just to get That's out. That's really cool. Like, I mean, that takes a really like strong brain because mm-hmm. for me, like my passion would just like totally Overpass. overtake it. Mm-hmm. I am the type that is like, I'm so impulsive. I'd be like, fuck this. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Like yeah. I'd be so resistant or I would just fail out and like waste money and like really ruin some things. Yeah. Cause I'm like, no, I want to be doing this, but I think that's great that you were able to just like kind of knock it out and just move forward. And yeah. like, I'm just going to do this for like, we're just going to do it, make really you guys cool. happy. And I'm going to keep doing my yeah. thing. I don't know if I'd be able to do it either. I mean, I definitely, I definitely almost failed out a number of times. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would have been but really- like, yeah. yeah, I I was I was I was um I am the first person in my family to go to college. So okay, so okay. um it felt like you know it wasn't it wasn't necessarily so, like, about me. You have that yeah. create creativity, like mm-hmm. that creative side of you, and you were still doing that too. I mm-hmm. think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I can see that though. If I was that, if that's a little bit of an extra push to get that done, if you're the first person to graduate, yeah. um. So I mean, I guess you already said you were attributed your career now to that internship. But is there anything specifically that you learned in that internship that uh, shaped your career now? Uh, no. Nah. And actually, you know, I sort of, uh, um, I, I do podcasts a lot and I just did one the other day and, um, you know, I got asked sort of the same question. And um, I think a lot of times our early experiences professionally aren't necessarily about taking away skills. Like it's like, it's like I, I was a publicity intern and it's like, um, that isn't, you know, that is, that hasn't made me some sort of like publicity wonderkin, right? Yeah. Like, it's just like, I understand publicity. I understand its function and the, in the context of a label and stuff like that. But really it's mostly about teaching yourself how to have a job and like how to fit in with the culture and how to decide what you like and what you don't like. And, um, sort of just like, it's, it's, it's it can be a lot like college in that right. Right. Like, it's like, I think that people assume oftentimes that college is supposed to like teach you how to learn or like teach you something, but really it's mostly to teach you how to like be a person, right? It's like Mm -hmm. teach you how to make friends and to teach you how to uh, collaborate with people and to teach you how to think. Um, So, you know, no, I didn't come away with like, this is the thing that's going to take me for the next 30 years of my career. But like, you know, I knew I liked being in the building. I knew I liked the proximity to um the industry and I knew that um I wanted to stay in the building and um I knew that I like being around creative people and that I wanted to help them be better at that and you know that's enough 
Mm-hmm. So I guess that takes us into your the Spalding company. If you can just tell people about what that is and the goals for your company in the future. Um, <laughs> that's a funny question because <laughs> Fim House is actually probably the funnest, not probably, Fim House is the funnest, most impactful thing that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, the Spalding company is just a way to dodge as many taxes as I can. Okay. okay. I like it. Um, I like it. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I, okay. I started the spotting company. I was, I, I, the, the last like real job that I had was in artist management. And when I left that job, I started the artist, the spotting company to do artist management. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's a consulting, I do consulting, but like, what is consulting? It's just like, yeah it's, it's, it's just unexplainable enough so that people can pay you a lot of money to do it. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, I give a lot of people advice. Okay. <laughs> is what yeah. We'll say. Love yeah. This. You've got a lot of knowledge and, and yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> realest answer. I've, I think I've gotten from like anybody <laughs> like, cause that applies to a couple different it's things. It's a lot of, different, sure. especially now with social media and like people working on social what do you media. Do? I <laughs> a lot of stuff yeah I do a lot of stuff yeah so uh it's just the umbrella for honestly I think of it as just like it's an umbrella of freedom for me personally and like knowing that like it's my name and my signature and no one else's and you know it's not office of so fill in the blank it's just like it's me um yeah and if you look at my website it just has everything that I yeah, do it's yeah, got me as an artist it's got me as uh, you know, animal talk has got me as fem house. It's just like everything that I like at any given time. Um, okay. yeah, I it. think it's cool. Cause like, you can see kind of your like ebb and flow, like you just keep taking opportunities and just keep going, going, going. Like, I like that, you know, or that you kind of like, just like things aren't permanent. You're like, okay, well, there's something. This next, is what I'm doing next. right now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally. That's, and that's exactly how I think of it. That's exactly how I treat it. It's just like, right. it's, it's an umbrella of opportunity. And if somebody wants to pay me to do something, I have an official company that helps them. Right. With that. I like that. Cause it's yeah. not like it doesn't mean any, those things don't mean anything, but it's no. like, you're doing so much of those things that like, just keep letting and them the, in and letting them flow. Yeah. And, yeah. In the business world, cool. you got to like put something on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but I mean, for me, honestly, like from a professional standpoint, like my ethos is just like do fun things with friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Try not to work with assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're and just like and doing what you're doing. And I think yeah. it's apparent and it's really, it's like great way to not get burnt out and mm-hmm. like be genuine and produce what you want yeah yeah Yeah, for sure live a fun life so tell us about fem house if that's um so that's one of the most fun things you're doing at the moment and how that came to be and what the purpose of it is where the goals of it uh, are like what it is yeah um me and lp have been friends best friends for i don't know well over a decade um Mm -hmm. and we've done a lot of crazy shit together uh and um, we've had a lot of conversations over the last like decade plus of friendship about making impact and like working in this business and like trying to do it the right way and like maintaining integrity and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, we've done a lot of crazy shit together. Like we actually, we met here in the Bay Area and like we used to throw this wicked fun house party called Isis. Uh-huh. But Isis, like the Egyptian goddess. But okay. unfor- unfortunately, like actual Isis, like 
came of age yeah. <laughs> a year in an age well. <laughs> yeah um and like needless to say our, our like a year year and a half into it our facebook page started to get weird and it was getting suspended all the time oh my god, oh my god. no <laughs> yeah so it's just like uh let's just fold this up I we're think. gonna need it yeah like, that's enough for that but that's like very indicative of that's like so sort funny. of like the uh, tragic comedy of our of our friendship and our relationship and uh-huh. it just so happens that fem house is like one of the many conversations and many like harebrained ideas that we've had together that mm-hmm. really stuck and you know it's on a base level we were responding to a really shocking stat that we learned about in uh 2019 um which is that i think at the time the stat was five percent or less than five percent um of charting producers are non-male and we just thought that was like insane Mm -hmm. Uh, and the stats actually gone down it's more like two and a half percent now Mm -hmm. um and so you know we just sort of at the time I think LP was uh learning trying to learn how to produce and was having a really difficult time of that um in like certain like learning scenarios and so we put our heads together and we're like, well, what's like, what's the first step into like becoming a producer? It's like learning how to, and like, mm-hmm. if you break that down to its most basic parts, we're like, what's the, what's, what's the biggest barrier to learning something? And like, typically it's like your environment, like whether or not it's encouraging, whether or not you feel safe to do things like ask questions, um, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So we just started in LA with like a dozen folks in Ableton Studios with um, laptops and Ableton pushes and headphones, just like Mm -hmm. teaching like basic techniques. Oops, sorry, I just kicked my mic. Um, (laughs) And, um, you know, it's grown into the most tremendous um, organic, authentic community since then. We have a bunch of different levers of programming that we use to bolster this education, encourage people to use it. Um, We're sort of like less focused on education at this point because we have such a rich curriculum that now we're sort of like putting uh building blocks into like an artist development channel together so we have like a radio show and like we do a bunch of bookings for festivals and mm-hmm. um live stream partners and stuff like that so it's like okay you can learn with us but also you can get opportunities to like grow your artist career um mm-hmm. but yeah. if i had to if i had to boil it down to its most basic part uh, the thing i'm most proud of it's it's like the richest most beautiful community and you know, it almost feels like it has nothing to do with us. You know, we just try not to fuck it up, but yeah. it's thousands of people all over the world um, supporting each other and like encouraging each mm-hmm. other to learn and to feel safe and to try new things, um, which is, you know, to me, like if you like in this context, it matters. Right. But like, that's a context that you can apply to anything in your life, no yeah. matter what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels really special to be a part of. Mm-hmm. absolutely that's, cool. that's really amazing so is the and that's just it's for non-binary or female artists correct not yes we're, okay because i think that's people don't talk i didn't i obviously when you go to shows you go to festivals you're in the music in music you look at all this stuff you see it's mostly predominantly male but it's something so small as to i saw lp post one time which is what made me reach out to you guys about how her parents recently got her a bunch of t-shirts or whatever and like uh from um probably like some grateful dead t-shirts grateful dead there it is yes and she was like like she was super excited about that but then she was like oh cool i can wear these 
when I perform because they're just like, because it's always so difficult for her to figure out something to wear because she's a female, she's a female DJ. And so she doesn't want, when she doesn't want to wear something super revealing that she's going to be um, perceived as something off the bat without someone listening to her music. And I know that's across the board of so many female artists and something that small is something that we don't think about. And sure. that's really cool that you guys are, are, are helping promote, promote non-male musicians and, and pushing them forward. Yeah. I, we just, uh, we just, I don't know if you guys saw, but we just launched a tour on Friday and, um, I saw, yeah, yeah. We're doing 12 mm-hmm. dates around the country and like, we're doing our in-person workshops before the show. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that sort of came about because, uh, several mm-hmm. months ago, LP was playing a show. And this woman came up to her after the show, um, an older woman was like, I've been coming here for 25 years. You're the first female I've ever seen on this stage. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we sort of just like responded to that, like, that's insane on one level. Um, And also like, wouldn't it be dope to like learn how to produce during the day and then go to something that like um, reinforces that like, you're not learning for no reason that like things are changing um hopefully with our help and like this is like a party program with nothing but female um and gender expansive individuals like and there are no dudes on that stage tonight like Mm -hmm. i love that i like the way you guys went about it because like so i'm a barber and i work in an all-male shop and like probably like a year or two ago the whole like lady barber it all became a thing and it almost got like a really negative rap for it so i like that this is like just such a positive uplifting like you guys are growing and like in a positive way Mm because like for us it was like or in in my industry it was like more of like just a a battle not to say that it's not a battle but this was like an ugly battle to watch and nothing really came about it female barber gonna know no strong female and like I can take credit because I I was I didn't do it either but like I, I also didn't have the experience and the knowledge of how to grow I didn't know what to tell women to encourage them but now that I've gone through like the fucking mud I understand mm-hmm. what it takes to kind of stand out and that like women are valuable and like it took me a while to even realize like oh it is different and I am working harder and I am like I have to fight harder mm-hmm. and so I just think it's like really great how you guys got the message out there without kind of starting fucking world war three you know? <laughs> I mean you know like one of the things that we sort of talk about uh, first of all where do you live uh, Orlando Florida. yeah Florida oh, okay um if you lived in LA I was going to give you a resource because my barber is uh a female barber shout out to tasha my oh yeah right. shout out katie's like oh good. <laughs> shout, out shout out to but all she, the barbers <laughs> we she, she owns a she owns an uh an all the uh, female uh, uh all, all queer uh barbershop in la called high and tight so that. if you guys are ever in la what's her instagram i'll follow her right now is it um tasha? i i think her instagram is um tasha the barber but uh the uh shop is called high and tight so it's like probably like high and tight barbershop or high and tight la maybe okay we're gonna look it up I now but that's awesome out there that's really cool yeah um i found it but, okay <laughs> high and tight um, shout out high and tight shout out to you tasha um 
I forgot what I was gonna say now. Shit. <laughs> but she <laughs> she owns the um all female all queer barbershop. Yeah. But like that wasn't that had nothing to <laughs> that do. Was yeah. <laughs> the battles maybe as she was going. <laughs> oh no, no, I remember now. So okay. we have we have a number of conversations about um feminism and like feminist theory. And um there's a couple of different ways that one can go about being a feminist. And like there's a couple of different approaches to the theory. And um for us, it just so happens that like we sort of um draw to towards um be the change feminism where it's just like just do something um yeah. and we don't really like to talk too much about it right it's just mm -hmm. like how can we make an impact and just like make the impact because for us like you know um visual representation is really important it's 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 like the first one of the first things that tells a human being that they can do or be something so if you can like change that piece of things, then you can change a lot. Like a lot of dominoes fall in place after that. So mm -hmm. to your point, like, yeah, for whatever reason, like equity seems to be something that gets everybody all riled up and pissed off. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like, we'd rather not, we, we'd rather not like roll around in the mud in that way and just yeah. like do what we can with what we have to change things. Yeah, I lead by example. Like yeah. one key thing that i see with how you are personally i don't know lp uh mm -hmm. but like i see that you're very collaborative and like mm -hmm. so aren't you and i think mm -hmm. a lot of females kind of are a little more standoffish or to like because because we're we compete more than yeah. guys and so i think that's why they build and grow so much easier but like how you how i just said barbara and you're like Oh, like, where are you? I know somebody. Yeah. You are very much like that, like that you're trying to work together. Mm -hmm. And like, I think for me personally, I know I needed to, I realized that months ago, I was like, I need to be doing this more. I need to help other and like, help, yeah, to receive like, you know, and so sharing I energy. think that's one big thing with females for, for me personally, that we mm -hmm. need to work on as a whole. Mm -hmm. Let's work together, bitches. Well, you know, it's exactly, it's a, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because oftentimes the messages that you're receiving from society is that you should be in competition, right? Right. Um, and, you know, if you think about like all the programming that each of us get as human beings, but let alone if you layer like identities on that, um, mm -hmm. you get a lot of messages, you know, you're bombarded with a lot of messages about what you should be and how you should behave. And that, you know, that, that fucks with you, that can fuck with you. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I think like, one thing that I've learned in doing this specific work is, and yes, you're right, I am by nature a collaborative person. Um, but one thing that I've learned in this is like, we're stronger together, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's just like, there's power in numbers, no matter how you slice it. Um, mm -hmm. And another thing is that like dudes, especially in the music industry, do this shit all the time. They, they and, and, and that's actually how they maintain power Right. And everybody and like gatekeep and like you know right. close doors to everybody because they just share the same like handful of opportunities among their tribe and their tribe only right mm -hmm. so it actually doesn't make sense for us to stand alone right like mm -hmm. at the very least we need to build our own gates right which requires a lot of people but also to have any sort of you know like 
old trope is like, oh, you got to fucking, you got to show ID to get ID. That doesn't make me fucking sense. But like, that's how the music industry works, right? So like, right. that's one of the reasons why we like um, book things because you need to show like, your name on a flyer to an agent or a promoter to say, can you book me on this festival? That's the only way. And that's how dudes do it. Mm-hmm. So like, it doesn't make any sense actually for us to like wall ourselves in and be like, this is our thing. You can only come in if you check these boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. We have to like level up to what they're doing and, yeah. and fight the same way and work the same way, not fight, but work the same way. Right. And there's, um, you know, there's a number of organizations that we work with that we're really grateful to work with um, that we've been really honored to partner on. And it, it just makes us, it, it makes us collectively stronger. Like we, we, we put together a production boot camp last year with um, She Is The Music, which is Alicia Keys' nonprofit. Um, and we're about to do a second one, you know, like we were able, just because we joined forces, like we were able to fucking educate 3,500 people instead of like a hundred people, you know, like yeah. shit like that matters. It's like quite literally there are power numbers. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really awesome. So tell us a little, because I'm not as, I was familiar with Fem House. I'm not as familiar with um, Animal Talk Collective. So for those of us who aren't as familiar, can you just tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's just like, a, I always think of it as like, you guys know what a hype house is, right? Yes. <laughs> it, feels like, it, feels like a, it feels like a music hype house. Like okay. Sophie, Sophie and Tucker are probably you talk about collaborative like they are the most collaborative motherfuckers I've ever met um, I love it. uh-huh and they just go around collecting creatives and cool people that do cool shit like infinity stones and just like use their platform to put people on um mm-hmm. and that is the spirit of animal talk it's just like mm-hmm. you're talented as shit how can we help you we have a yeah. we have a joint venture with a publishing company like and mm-hmm. we just we just find people to have fun with and make music with and um, share resources with. Ah, oh, that's awesome. And yeah. did you join into that later on or were you in that, what, like the starting process, starting it up? Uh, we started it up together. I came on like maybe a little, I, I, people tend to bring me on in the, in the, um, in the phase of, of like when they want to like codify something like mm-hmm. creatives are drawn to me because I speak their language but also I can put together a fucking like project document. So like the language actually gets done. Yeah. 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 And that's like, so like, that's typically in, where in the process I tend to come along. Um, okay. I was like, because you have street smarts, but like, I can also tell that you can read a book and just fucking yeah. know it. From <laughs> like word vomit to I you, you like word yeah. vomit. And then you say, okay, these are the bullet points. This is what you're saying. And this is what you're doing. Like, <laughs> that liter- that quite literally sums up me and LP's entire relationship. She's the yeah. word vomiter. I'm the, I'm the cleanup guy. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's us. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'll word vomit the shit out of And everything. then I'm just like, okay, this is what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, so is there anything else that you're kind of working on um, right now that you want to talk about? I know you said that you're doing workshops on tour with Fem House. What can people expect in those workshops if they wanted to attend one? Yeah, we're we're um we're teaching um intro to Ableton. So the goal is for if you join one, for you to be able to turn on your computer, um, open up a session and like put an idea down and then be able to take that idea and fuck around with it until you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a bunch of curriculum on our website. This is femhouse.com. Um, we do um, like free workshops on stuff like production and DJing. 
Um, you can catch that up. You can check those things out on thisisfamhouse.com slash sessions. Um, we also have online courses that are remarkably affordable. That's like a deep dive month long thing into whatever subject we have up. I think we have five of them up right now. Mm -hmm. um, that's at uh, thisisfamhouse.com slash courses. Um, but yeah, we're just like, you know, we sort of realize that not everyone wants to be a super producer, right? Mm -hmm. But there is something really freeing and empowering, say, if you're a songwriter, to mm -hmm. be able to open up your computer and put down the skeleton of an idea so that you're not just going into um, a studio with like a notebook, hoping that a producer that has a 98% likelihood of being male just takes over your fucking idea and like, you know, just like, it's without it resembling anything like how you imagined it in your bedroom at three in the morning like writing about like your most personal moments right so at a base level that's what our education is about we want to we want to address like that issue like that chasm right so um that's what the in-person workshops hope to do that's and awesome. the party's fucking wicked it's it's a fun ass party. yeah, yeah but, i can only imagine <laughs> Oh my, I'm going to, I'm going to look online and look into that. That's awesome. Um, so just to kind of, cause we got a little bit of time left. What is something that you would tell either someone struggling now who is trying to find their way in this industry or even a piece of advice that you would tell yourself the like younger you that really stuck with you or just advice for any type of young person who is trying to make it. Um, I, I host a lot of bits of programming and that question is always that's always my last question of anyone that I talk to. It's always <laughs> the most interesting, like, what would you say to your younger self? It's like always the most interesting answer I get. Um, I would say, and this would be to both questions, basically. Um, I think we get really concerned with building upward, especially when we're starting out in our journeys, right? Like we're interested in climbing ladders and like getting to the next step of someone like higher than us but actually it's much more effective to build outward um, and build like actual authentic um, community and to work with people that are in the same place that you are. Because number one, you're very likely to have the same amount of hunger and the same amount of resources um, and the same amount of passion. Um, and like, no one's on like inequitable footing. Um, it's just like a pure exchange of like energy and, yeah. um, creative spirit which is like what all this shit should be about anyway do fun shit with your friends and yeah. make new friends along the way and and build a web not ladders i think we get really obsessed with moving upward but if you think about it um that that doesn't that doesn't make sense and actually only enforces the power structures that have kept things inequitable right if you look at someone like um isa ray is a wonderful example of this um she's had the same crew around her since college. And like, she just found creative, remarkably creative people with, within her social circle and mm. built something beautiful. And like, they're still building it. And like, yeah. they are moving up, but they are collectively moving up and mm -hmm. bringing people mm -hmm. along. And up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like awesome. a big bubble or just climbing yeah. up. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah. kind of just being focused on like where you're at, like trying to make the most of it and then, uh, then that's how on. your circle grows. And then you just have fun. You know, opportunities keep coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, what is something that you're manifesting right now? Oh, um, 
Mm-hmm. Talk it into, speak it into existence. New tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> That's <me. laughs> I got to say it every time. Katie's like, please get me these tea. New tea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> What's wrong with your teeth, yo? A lot uh, of fuckload, but it's oh, fine. She is a dentist. She's yeah. a part-time dentist because she's I'm there so often. <laughs> could you make me a grill are you that kind of dentist (laughs) no dude oh i mean i would do that too like i'm definitely a barber you need a root canal she's got you (laughs) yeah i I could definitely do a root canal and a a solid implant at this point i'm cool i'm cool on both those things (laughs) (laughs) my manifestations are a lot different uh i I am manifesting more balance okay Um, and i'm always i'm always manifesting more money Mm-hmm. um but balance first and foremost I have a little I have a toddler I have a little 20 month year old oh. 20 month 20 month old, old. <laughs> um and so I'm tired a lot and I spend a lot of time doing things in the middle of the night when I should be resting or like writing or mm-hmm. making music or something like that so I'm trying to figure out balance yeah Yeah. that's awesome that's so cool well i mean i believe in you trust me and i'm you're street smart you're book smart and you're yeah everything you're doing like i mean come on that's awesome um is there anything or did you have any other questions or anything before i mean i can go i know we can talk all day long (laughs) um is there anything else that you wanted to add plug talk about whatever you are want to our our podcast is your oyster <laughs> oh uh, uh no nah, just check out check out this is fim house we're we're really we're a really cool community i think you'll like it check us out on tour it's a mm-hmm. super fucking fun party mm-hmm. um and that's it yeah and anything about your music and your songwriting no i'm um i'm working on a super secret solo project right now and i love it (laughs) we'll know when we super secret solo project that that is that is the only information anyone will get about it okay yeah yeah. we don't need the judgment or the comments no yes yes get out when it's out we'll promote it don't worry (laughs) well thank you so much for spending time with us and we really appreciate it and we are excited to watch you guys grow and to hopefully talk to you guys again and find your show Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. All right, girls. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. We're back from the break. Uh-huh. Hi, hello. We hope you guys loved, liked, loved all of that that um in- interview. That was go ahead, like, comment, subscribe, share, do all the honestly, things. Honestly, like it's the shares for me. Yeah, because like people want you know they don't know unless they know. I know we say the same thing all the time, <laughs> but it's like the interviews that we did two interviews today, and they were like, both. They filmed, they were so good. Right. They were both so good. We had a little intermission in between. I went and like washed my car and I was thinking about it. I was like, dude, I just want, like, I believe in us. I trust yes. in you guys. Like, I know we're growing and everything, but like, I these want... are just good episodes yeah. that I wish people had to hear. Yeah. I'm proud of that. Just be in front of them. Exactly. I'm fucking you know, proud of it. Like, I, I know and they that should they be shared. Disappoint. Yeah. Not even for us, just the guests. It's not even us. Yeah. yeah it's like, like the, what? 
everybody just says what they're doing like, yeah what they're saying it deserves to be heard it's motivational for me and so i mm-hmm. mean i i can only imagine it's the same for you guys exactly yes for sure um but just quick update i don't really have my i'm doing i have officially started accepted whatever the word is i'm t- i'm doing every other monday night the 7 p.m choreo class at motive so because i wasn't doing it if i was only doing 6 p.m slots beginner fundamentals um whenever they needed me for the choreo they'd stick me in wherever they needed me um but now it's official i have the 7 p.m every other monday so praying eventually it'll be every monday but Yay-o! that is a step in a direction and that is a step closer to my florida tour dude so. i'm here for it <laughs> i'm here for it all day and tomorrow uh, yeah. really nothing new with me i was on the boat all weekend and I got Kitty nice had a break. She got, had a break. How I was needed Stuart? a break. It was so great. Like just like knowing, because my brain just goes a thousand miles per minute. I don't know what it is about the water, but mm-hmm. it's so easy to just like not think about shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's home. I think that's what it is. It's just home. Because I feel that same way when I go home. And it's I, quiet. Mm-hmm. It's just like goodbye. Mm-hmm. Like it's really easy to be like the doors are shut on the world yeah. when you're in Stewart. Mm-hmm. It's such a but, also, but don't go there. Don't move there because then it's not going to be that way. The Stewart <laughs> hashtag is like 157,000 posts. It's and I'm growing. Like, uh, it's it was growing. at like 50 posts. Like if you wanted to grow in Stewart, you would tag West Palm. You would buy it. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you didn't tag Stewart. No, no. This shit's blowing it's up. Growing. And chill. You guys need to not. Please stay you home. Chill. We don't want you there. And I saw that. two sea turtles this year. Oh. So far. There was a sea turtle hanging out by us. Uh, we docked under Kato's bridge yesterday and he was hanging out by us all day so yesterday. cute Kato's like, bridge is like a hidden gem yeah and so like you know where everybody jumps we're like yeah. across from it in that mm-hmm. little manatee pocket dude i mean it was great mm-hmm. turkey sandwiches turkey, sodas, turkey all the way pretzels i was chilling <laughs> getting some sun born got uh... fucking ripped her, she was like this red chair. She's really? so burnt. She's probably sick today. She is really white. She's really pale. She's like, dude. <laughs> Very fair skinned. On the ride out, she was burnt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it took me a minute, but I got I got some nice. Ow. I, I sting a little, but I'm not like burnt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. just a good base coat. Good. I'm here for it. Um, that's I don't yeah I don't know what I what did I even do last weekend. Oh, last weekend was so far ago. No, this what weekend. I, I guess it's past weekend. Oh, this yeah. What did I do? What did, did I do, do Saturday? Oh, I went to a show. That's what it was. My last probably <laughs> show. <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing? I have no idea what I did. Um, I went to lane eight. So much fun. Super. I mean, everyone was so much. It was a good set. Um, it was just hot as ball sack. You like, I am sorry. But no, Katie, I'm it so, was. I was in a jacket this morning. That's fine. It, 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 oh, so the show was supposed to be outside for a Lord knows what the reason was. They moved it inside. Oh, an inside heat? Yes. It wasn't about. the It wasn't that heat. From, it was the heat from everyone being so freaking close yeah, to each other. Like, literally, I was so sweaty. So I don't know what made them move it inside. I That is my only complaint, and I will complain Everybody about it. Everybody perspirating creates a little humid cloud. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Katie just had butthole lips. <laughs> fucking, fucking gross. gross. Um, but the show itself was fun, and everyone there was fun. Shout it out. was just yeah. <laughs> um, but just please don't ever do that again. Yeah. If it's outside, pe- keep it outside. Double up on um, the other side. But that was probably the last show or anything that I'm going to do till I go to Buku at the end of March, and then Utah 
because I got to save. A bitch has got to save money. I didn't save as much as I wanted to this last month because of all the family stuff. I was with family three out of the four weekends of February. So there's that. Um, but yeah, so we are really picking up extra shifts, working those doubles, and we're going double time because I... I leave in a couple weeks. Oh, Annie, shout out. Her wedding is in less than a week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's a week from this Thursday. Okay. I literally had a dream about it last night. That's how, like, I'm <laughs> – and I know she up. feels the same way. I'm like – and I knew that weddings were stressful. And I'm stressed, but I'm thankful I'm not Annie right now. <laughs> like – But her – your job is to take her stress. I know. Yeah, but it's just she knows like I just know she's so stressed because she's very tight. She she's a planner. She likes yeah. it like she wants she wants to know everything. So as much as I, I can take the stress off of her and do things that do the things for her, mm. I know she's still gonna worry about them. Mm -hmm. You know, she's not gonna be able to just let it go. So I just know that she's so I know that I'm like worried. Everything's under control. Everything's booked. So there's nothing to be worried about. It's just it's anticipation. I'd, I'd be of it checking being the here. confirmation emails. You know how night. many times I've read this photographer and videographer. I feel like reading the fine yeah. print. I have. Like, I'm like making sure the date is correct. Like yeah, making sure the amount so, is correct. Like I oh. please don't like. I'm so stressed about. And then I would just keep reopening yeah, the same thing. Yeah. And to just did I read that? I've read these okay. contracts twelve times. Okay. Just making in the last three days, like as. It's getting closer to check it again anything change? Okay. anything change same contract okay we're good like do you uh, like you guys know it's four o'clock right or three o'clock okay you you know you know okay Dude, just making sure because yeah um but like everything is books there's nothing really it's the minor details to be stressed out about and it's little things that too she had to come like she had to tell me the recipes she had to tell me the dietary restrictions like she had to tell me mm. certain things but like the big stuff so that those are like, the little things and then of course everyone's probably reaching out to her when's this when's that her bride's mom's talking to her her mom's talking to her i'm just ha oh, like she, luckily yeah you don't get that. exactly yeah. yeah so that's the stress and then on top of that she is a working I woman would be like she has her own business going on her own her own you know i didn't even know what Alyssa's wedding planner looked like Told, I mean, or, until mm -hmm. the wedding and so mm -hmm. i think that's good because if we did have access to her we would have been like all over her what is mm -hmm. this what is this yeah what is this? yeah thankfully she just showed up when you needed her like yeah. when i got bit by ants she was just like i have <laughs> And I was like, where did you come from? I need to get something. I need to get like a where little kit. You, yeah. yeah. I need to get a kit of like I remember stuff. my first wedding. I did a wedding party and I went to go cut their hair. Didn't even think about how I was going to clean it up. So then I went home, bought a broom and dust. Yep. 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 <laughs> and we're just going to keep this in the car. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my God. We'll just keep this in the car. Kit. That was a learning curve. But that's, <laughs> that's all that's like coming up for me because that, yeah, that is all in my mind that has taken over everything the closer that we get, which is perfectly fine. And I love it, but I cannot, I just want, I don't want it to be over. I want the wedding to be here mm -hmm. already because it's just all of these all of these people who have to show up at the same time, same day and do their job that I'm like, that I'm supposed to be, I'm in charge. I'm making sure that everyone gets here on time, making sure everything is, everyone's doing their job, making sure no one asks any a damn thing that day so that she can focus on her things. And it's, I, I would, just wanted to be here. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be giving people jobs. Yeah, yeah. So that there's that. Definitely an experience. You got walking Grateful talks? for it. No, I don't, but I probably can't. But I got everyone. I mean, I would just hook like a share an AirPod with Annie. <laughs> well, no, if Annie needs to be in her, she oh, is God. enjoying her day. That is, she might be stressed. Well, that that's day. what I would. I would just be listening in on her. Yeah, yeah. No. So if someone were lock, going to kick her in the room and lock her in yeah. there. 
we got Fuck it away from my bra we got it yeah, yeah. Got it. <laughs> um but yeah so that's what's coming up next week and so yeah pray for us pray for annie she's almost finally married i'm really excited for her and congrats annie yeah I know she listens because I know because leading up to this wedding. And she wedding. still walked by the window and then messaged me. I don't know if you knew that was me. I was like, I know <laughs> you. You don't know how much I know you. I know you. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> We're friends. Like I see you on my Instagram all daily, the time, all yes. day, every day. Like, yeah. <laughs> all day oh god love you shout out but that's all we got we just wanted to wrap up that little interview to make this a nice starving hour yeah i gotta finish eating <laughs> i got a class to teach and i gotta leave in 30 minutes so yeah and then here's another clip that is just oh yeah pulled out of thin air so enjoy yeah here's just one last clip to get you through the last end of your ride love you love bye. you bye <laughs> monetizing we're just gonna go ahead and record this part just in case monetizing a chicken sandwich is is a smart thing to do because everyone loves a chicken sandwich it's like the argument of who has the better chicken sandwich because there's a chicken sandwich at now mcdonald's jumped in yo okay mcdonald's their chicken <laughs> sandwich is spicy but yeah they all have a spicy sauce most of them chick-fil-a doesn't have a spicy sauce what do you think do you think chick-fil-a is a spice chick-fil-a is okay but if they ever fucking change their batter i give up on chicken they do all have a separate spices everywhere they have a separate spicy chicken sandwich and then a regular because i can do their breaded yeah. And I can do Wawa's breaded chicken. Okay. As, Burger but, King has one, apparently. I've never tried it. Like, literally, I'm afraid to order chicken tenders now when I go out. <laughs> because people want to add pepper, pepper to, to the, the fucking season. batter thinking, yeah. oh, I'm just going to get fancy with I'm like, we, we don't, don't do that. So, yeah, no. It's for kids, if anything. Kids are the ones ordering it. They don't need the fucking spice. I see kids out there, though, fucking slamming a hot spicy. chicken. I'm like, yo. I'm dead. But I think it's a very it's smart thing to monetize. Because it's always going to do well because you can like you, you you have that hook of the chicken sandwich. It's kind of like a burger. Yeah, but there's like, so many burger places. Yeah, but I don't I feel like they're not as I don't know. Like when people say chicken, sandwich, like who has the best like this people get more a, into it. But if you were to put this in like the UK, they'd be like, maybe probably mm, we're good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you no, know, I had to say America <laughs> just slamming chicken sandwiches like. <laughs> And they're like, you guys eat your chicken like that? And we eat like a fuckload of food. Dude, oh my God, yeah. Like a lot. Hold on, what do they call pickles? Hold on. because I like... get sick like no. thinking about like the weight. Think about how much your refrigerator weighs worth of food now. Not much. I need to get more actually. But, but when it's fully packed. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine all of that flowing through your body. Yeah. Uh, it's like a Isn't week that at a time. Weird? We get a time. I know, but at some point, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. how I've eaten, I don't know how many cows, full cows. <laughs> It'll stop yuck. Like they've gone through me. Yeah, no. I could get really sick just thinking about a like... jerkin. <laughs> so I had a table the other day. <laughs> I know this is complete. I had a table. We gotta put this on anchor not this well i mean if we're just waiting on it because then if anything we'll just download this one and then we'll cut to a break and then we'll restart Here, i'll put it on my phone um because it's gonna be a whole mess um so i was hold on hold on we've already got the intro we'll make it work All right. <laughs>
we'll, we'll do a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. You, you know how to do that. You guys are here. Yeah. Oh, wow. You guys know we'll do it. We'll, we'll get to it. Anyways, we'll explain in 15 minutes. If we have to, we'll explain anyways. So at a table, she was like, can I have, and she had an accent. It wasn't English. I'm not going to try it. I don't know what accent it was. Um, she wanted a plain burger. She wanted cheese. She wanted lettuce. She wanted jerkin. And I was like, what? She's like jerkin. And like, she's seat four. Okay. It's like an eight top. So she's four all the way in. And I'm like, everything's loud. I feel like you said a different and, he, and I'm like, a what? Spell and she's it. like a jerkin. And I was like, I literally look at the guy next to seat two or seat one. I look at him and I'm like, what is she saying? And she goes, and she just goes pickles. Like she wasn't. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what she was about that i didn't know what a jerkin was but it's because i guess in europe they call pickles jerkins well i have been eating she yelled it at me katie i was like oh pickle okay <laughs> this week i ate four jars of pickles of petite jerkins easy done yep. i could do that in i ate eight with each pot roast that i had this week yeah I would like take a bite of the pot roast and rice and feta cheese. Just, and then I'd bite we'll a piece be pickle. Soon, just having technical difficulties. Hard. Heard that. Um, anyways. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just huh. been eating a bu- fuckload of pickles. How, do you like the pickle spears or the petite pickles better? Because I love a petite, spear. More crunch. Yeah, but you get Way more, more pickle. Crunch. But you get more juice. I don't need more pickle because it's spicy. Pickles aren't as spicy, they're vinegary. But exactly. And my gums are blown to <laughs> shit. And so lots them up. So I need less juice. Okay. More pickle. More no. crunch. See, I want the ju- I want like the juice to fill my I mouth. could even go less of the core on the petites now. I go for the smallest petites I got. So you just want the skin? Pretty much. Do you like the flavor? I love the flavor. Just but when it's like too squishy and it's like slant, I like a crunch. Like, could you drink it? I put the pickle juice in the pot roast. <laughs> like, so, okay. So. Wait, you didn't add that into the real Katie. Hold on. People are missing the secret. <laughs> well, ingredient. I just started it. I just started it. I just started it. I don't put it in me. Okay. So I make the pot roast as you guys saw. Mm-hmm. And then I got a bowl of white rice. Mm-hmm. Right. So that just sits in my fridge mm-hmm. in the morning. Take, take my Tupperware, mm-hmm. Tupper, Tupper. Tup- Tupper with a P. Tupperware. Tupper. Tupperware. Tupperware. <laughs> and I go ahead and line it with white rice. Uh huh. Okay. About four, five healthy spoonfuls of the meat. Okay. And then I I juice it up real nice so that way when I hold it up I can see the juice with at the, the bottom juice. with the pot roast okay. juice. Okay. Uh-huh. It's like a thin thin gravy. I don't like thick gravy. That's why okay. I add so much water Understood. Uh, when I'm making the pot roast. Okay. Um, one thing I didn't add into the reel is after I shred it, I put all that juice from the crock pot in the bowl. What bowl? Into the bowl that it, my pot roast sits in all week. Oh, so yeah. You keep the juice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I didn't add that in a reel. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway. So now I, I have put the juice over my meat and white rice. Mm-hmm. Then I go ahead put avocado cilantro dressing uh-huh. a little bit then a little bit of feta cheese valley? no uh it's like a yogurt dressing okay. in the in the refrigerated section mm-hmm. uh then shout out yep shout out and then a little bit of feta cheese uh i do the Publix two for five over by the yes yeah, yeah by the eggs and yeah two for five uh feta cheese in a pot roast feta cheese Interesting. On a pot roast. Okay. yep 
and uh, so my was that just you or was that your mom like who who, that was me okay nobody taught me how to make this this is a hodgepodge (laughs) (laughs) yeah I like a bowl of food and uh, this is shout out to anybody that doesn't like spice because this is flavorful (laughs) as fuck and uh so then I go ahead and box that up Mm -hmm. okay and on my lunch break go ahead and pop it in the microwave four Mm -hmm. minutes because my microwave is like fucking old okay all right because in in a 700 watt maybe two minutes you're uh-huh. all right and then i take eight uh baby dills and i take a so i don't mix it fully mm-hmm. i eat it as like bites mm-hmm. so then i'm like left with like rice at the end and i just like eat a bunch i'm of just rice. gonna say this does not sound no it's <laughs> really, really good, good. I'll, ma- I'll make it for you <laughs> i'm gonna need to try it because it does not sound it's really good it sounds like what sounds bad about it? The feta and the pickle together. I don't know. It. I just don't know. What? I don't. Know. Oh yeah, that's what I forgot. After the feta cheese, uh-huh. before I box it up to go, uh-huh. little pickle juice. See, that's what I just don't understand. That's those where the pickle juice. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So then I'm eating the pot roast and probably every other bite. At like one pickle will last me about four bites. Mm-hmm. So I take a spoonful, bite the baby dill. I'll take give a it a try because I say so, dill. but I don't know. I'm gonna make I don't know. I'm gonna I don't you. know. What are you doing for dinner? I'm not convinced. <laughs> my, my roast is in the tank now. <laughs> I will tell you right now, I am not convinced. But hey, it sounds like Katie likes five things and Katie put all five things in a pot. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I like cheese. I like pickles. And I like rice. I used to really be into pasta, but I don't really, I haven't eaten pasta. Really? A long time. I ate a lot of pasta. Like when, and then like for dinner, honestly, I sometimes I'll eat the same thing. But this week I got <laughs> uh, chicken and I shredded that up. Uh, you boil it and then shred it. Uh-huh. And then I put that over white rice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. Okay. So now, okay. Okay. <laughs> Here, here's my second dish. Here, here's dinner. <laughs> you lay down a layer of white rice, line uh-huh. the dish. Okay. Okay. A little bit of shredded chicken. Okay. You know, healthy heaping, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you're feeling like. Strawberries. Okay. Better cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's not as crazy. I've seen that combo Spinach. before. Okay. Uh huh. What are the first two things again? I kind of white rice. Okay. <laughs> shredded boiled chicken, chicken uh-huh. and then the strawberries strawberries the- feta okay uh spinach and then uh balsamic dressing so is it a salad or is it a rice bowl it's both okay <laughs> it's a strawberry pecan salad but without the pecans what if you did quinoa instead of rice i could that might be fun i got so many holes in my teeth i think quinoa is a little small for it but you guys I'm getting implants. Okay. Yes. So that's what we're oh, doing now. She's there. Oh shit. We're gonna pause this conversation. Yeah. <laughs>